All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Crack House. My name is Mike. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, we just uh, some good news. We, we're now on Apple. So you want to go download us uh, on Apple. We're there. We're also on Spotify, Google, pretty much every major platform. Uh, just check us out. Download us. Subscribe. Really appreciate it. And uh, tell 50,000 of your friends, too. If uh, you can. So yesterday I'm driving around. I'm in lower Manhattan coming home from a uh, retirement party for uh, my buddy, Brian. Shout out, Brian. Good for you, man. Enjoy the retirement. Bam, bam. You earned it. And I'm coming down Delancey Street. And for people that don't know lower Manhattan, I'm going towards the Williamsburg Bridge to go home. Delancey Street, big uh, two way street, two lanes on each side. And in the median, in the middle, it's all grass and, you know, little shrubs and everything. Uh, it is now, since we have outdoor dining, this is, uh, I guess, would be called an outdoor homeless shelter. There is shit everywhere down, down there. Uh, you know, the, the usual, the shopping cart is filled with crap all in the middle. Sleeping bags. Every corner from the Bowery down to the bridge, there's like now, in that median, you know, they got the high curves. There's four to five homeless guys just sitting there, all with signs. They're begging for money. And I haven't been in the city in a few weeks. And I haven't been down to the Lower East Side probably in a couple of months. I haven't seen it like that in years. It looked horrific. I mean, and it's funny because it's like the city is just filled now with like haves and have nots. I went to this party, outdoor thing. You know, everyone, everyone with money's got their little tents up and they're partying. And then it's like the peasants are just wandering the streets. There are homeless people everywhere now in New York City. If you know someone that wants to come and visit, tell them no. It is a, uh, it's a dump. It is a shithole right now. I can't believe it. Everywhere you look, homeless guys with signs. Uh, the old aggressive panhandlers are definitely going to be coming back. Those are the guys that would go up. They try and like clean your windshields. Or just start banging on your window, begging for money. I mean, it's gotten really, really bad, folks. And I, I, I it's sad to see. Now, New York, as New York is, we'll bounce back. Eventually, it's, it's going to come back. But right now is the dark time, and we're just going to have to deal with it for now. And from what you see in our city and state government is... They're not getting anything done. That's the problem. It seems de Blasio points the finger at Cuomo and then Cuomo just comes right back and points the finger at him saying, you know, Cuomo's saying how the cops aren't doing their job. Why are the shootings up? De Blasio just kind of puts his head in the sand, paints a few streets, and then just hopes everything will go away. And it ain't going away, folks. It ain't going away. I mean, I look at both of these guys de Blasio and Cuomo, if this was Goodfellas, one of them would be Johnny Rose Beef and the other guy would be Carbone. And we both know how that ends. All right? Don't worry, folks. The mayor came out this week and he extended outdoor dining, said it will be now a permanent part of the New York City landscape, which I think is great because the one thing, you know, when I talk to friends, I say the one thing missing is 
how do we congest traffic in New York City even more? And how do we take away more parking? What do you think we should? I, I just wish someone would come up with a plan to do that. And you know what I really love to do? And I, like most people, uh, what I really love to do in, you know, the months of January, February, March is eat outside. I think it's just it's very refreshing. It's a very refreshing thing to do to eat, you know, your $38 hamburger in nine degree weather. I think it just enhances the entire experience itself. Oh, Jesus. Well, folks, this is what we have to deal with and we'll deal with it and we'll get through it. All right. So. I was watching this video the other day. I saw it in the on YouTube. It's about the guy Jerry Nadler, the congressman from New York. He was at some press conference and they're saying he uh, he shot at himself during the press conference. So you can go like go on YouTube and you could just, you know, type in like Jerry Nadler craps his pants. And if you watch the video, it's it's kind of convincing. I think he did have a little bit of an accident. It's kind of creepy. He's talking. You watch the video. He's talking. And then he does a little bit of a butt lift. You know, like a standing butt lift. Like he's letting one loose. And uh, I guess, you know, he didn't uh, read the coverage right. And uh, the floodgates opened and he released the Kraken. Because then you watch him. He walks away from the podium. And like he's doing the, you know, the shuffle. And the guy also is in his 70s. He didn't look good to begin with but when you watch this you, you kind of think like i think this guy just did a boom boom in his pants and uh i think he should go check himself because he just wrecked himself all right folks we got the election coming up trump biden who's gonna win i'm gonna try and call this down the middle and just stay you know neutral on this and just call it the way I see it. I really think Donald Trump is getting reelected. And one of my main reasons for that is turn on the TV, watch middle class white people just wanting to go out and have a nice little dinner and having 50 BLM Antifa kids in their face screaming, saying, if you don't say Black Lives Matter, we're going to wreck this whole fucking restaurant. And Trump has come out and said things about it. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris really haven't. They've been very low-key about it. And they haven't done anything about it. People want to feel safe, especially right now with everything that's going on, with the way this country is right now. People want to feel safe. And right now, believe it or not, Donald Trump is the one making people feel safe. Joe Biden is not making anyone feel safe. He... When you see Joe Biden lately, it seems like he's out of it, folks. I think he does have his mental capacity. Might be a little diminished. Did you hear him the other day yelling at the, uh, where was he, somewhere in Maryland? Where he's yelling at people, clap you bastards. I mean, he seems just like he's got that look on his face. I had two, two grandparents that I lost to Alzheimer's. And they kind of have almost the same look Joe Biden has in in. Uh, his face right now it's like the lights are on no one's home he's got that gaunt kind of look in his face 
I mean, I don't want to bash Joe Biden any more than I have to, but the guy has been in office for over 40 years, and he really hasn't done that much. If you can name five things he's done, you know, here's what I know about Joe Biden. He authored the crime bill in the 90s, or was one of the authors of the crime bill under the Clinton administration. And then after that, I remember him yelling at baseball players for doing steroids. I don't think people voted for Joe Biden so they, that he could just yell at baseball players for doing steroids. It was just, it's, it's pure posturing on his, on his part. Kamala Harris, she was a smart pick as the vice president. Uh, she, she's another crime fighter. She's going to have to, you know, be very careful with that. You know, with her crime, you know, they're going to look at uh, the people she's put away in jail. She's going to get scrutinized for that. Uh, I think she's more, to me, she's more phony than anything. You always see her, she's been caught two or three times now where, you know, and this is the media's fault. They, they want to see, like, how black Kamala Harris is. And they say things like, who's your favorite rapper? Uh, what music, what rap music did you listen to? She got caught with one thing where they asked her about rap music she listened to in college and she talked about Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Meanwhile, she was already graduated from college and had been uh, a practicing lawyer when Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg uh, came out. Uh, Someone just asked her the other day, who's the greatest living rapper? And she said, Tupac. Now, I don't know if that was just a flub on her part or whatever, but she seems like she's, she's trying to be uh, as vague as she can be. And when people do that, they come off real phony. Now, Trump. All right, you got Donald Trump. To me, the guy is just like a, uh, he's a salesman. And he's going to say whatever he's got to say to get you into that brand new Lexus. You know, he's going to tell you how great the mileage is. He's going to tell you how great the leather interior is. And it just comes down to whose bullshit do we want to listen to more? Trump's or Biden's? You know, Trump will come out and say, no, there's nothing wrong with COVID. There's nothing wrong. You know, look at the wall I built. There was just a video of two guys climbing that wall that he said was unclimbable and people couldn't get over. So... You know, he's a guy, you know, Donald Trump's a guy. Hey, the guy claimed bankruptcy three times. I don't know how you claim. How did people go bankrupt running a casino? I still don't understand that one. But, you know, he's the president. He won last time. No one thought he was going to win. I think he's going to pull it out again. I think it's going to happen again. And hopefully we can get past everything that's going on right now. We can move forward and hopefully, folks, after the election, hopefully things go back to normal, some type of normalcy, something where we can all just sit down at the table, try and figure this shit out, and try and all get along. Because that's what we got to do in the end, folks. We all got to get along. This is our country. It's not one person's country, one group's country. It's our country. And we all got to pull together. We all got to be Americans. All right, folks. Enough about uh, politics for now. I was reading uh, the other day online. I saw a thing. People are uh, getting real upset about 
this show on Netflix, some movie called Cuties, and they're saying how the movie over-sexualizes like young girls. So they keep talking about how the last 10 minutes of the film are really disturbing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to queue up the movie to like the last part. It's about one hour and 22 minutes into the film. And I'm going to go over, I'm going to walk you through what's going on and see, see how bad this thing really is. So if you want to stop it now and you want to go through it while I go through it, go ahead. But it's uh, about one hour and 22 minutes in. It looks like a, a dance group of about four girls. Uh, looks like uh, two little white girls, two little black girls. They, they look probably between the ages of like 10 and 12, I guess. I mean, they're super young. It's And they got them dressed with like a, a half top green thing on with like green uh, like booty shorts they got them wearing. So it's already, it's, it's kind of creepy already. Uh, they're getting ready to go out on the dance floor as a, a, it looks like a dance competition that they're at right now. There's already a, another group out there dancing. So they're getting ready to go out there. The name of the group is actually called the Cuties. They're the ones going up on the stage right now. So let's see what they got going on. All right, they're waiting to go up on the stage. And now they're getting ready for their uh, their little routine. It looks like a daytime outdoor park kind of setting. Uh, people are clapping for them. They're up. They're just waiting for their music. The one girl looks real nervous. The last girl that showed up, the young black girl, she looks real. Now she's all happy, kind of. She's got like a smile on her face. And the music's starting to play. These girls are kind of... All right, this isn't up. Oh, we got twerking already. Five seconds into it. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a little. Yeah, it's a little too much, folks. This is not. Oh, uh, the. Oh, uh, they're doing like the. Uh, remember the little Kim pose on her album. Yeah, they were just doing that. Ah, uh, they're doing a lot of grabbing where they shouldn't be grabbing right now. Yeah, you got yeah, you could see like the crowd reaction. Some of the people in the crowd are like booing them and some thumbs down. Yeah, this this is way too to me this is way too suggestive for little kids to be doing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, this is not no. This is not good at all, folks. Um what do we yeah, they're doing all right, they're like Booty twerking over each other now. The other one's smacking the other one's butt. This is, yeah, this should not be going on. Yeah, you got, they're showing more and more crowd reaction. Some people are, like, horrified by it. Um, yeah, some of them have kind of like, all right, this has calmed down a little bit, but it's still kind of, it shouldn't be going on. It looks like, Maybe they're getting ready to wrap it up. Yeah, they're doing a lot of, like, touching where they shouldn't be touching. These are young girls. Like I said, they look like they're between 10 and 12 years old doing this. Um, it's a French movie, if that makes any sense. 
Plus, which means you got to read it anyway, and I'm not much of a reader, so I'm not going to sit through this whole movie anyway. Uh, it looks like it's almost they're wrapping up the scene, but like I said, this is super, super suggestive between these girls. Um, yeah, a lot of just like twerking and grabbing where they shouldn't be grabbing. There's one guy, yeah, oh, they, showed, they just showed one woman covering her daughter's face, but there's like an 18-year-old kid like sitting next to them, and the kid's smiling. Then these girls are all like, all right, the black girl that was nervous, she was just twerking, and now it looks like she's having like her moment of clarity, and she's like stopped. She stopped dancing on the stage. The rest of them are still doing their little weirdo, like suggestive dancing, yeah, she looks like she's embarrassed now by it. Yeah, she's starting to cry, the girl. It looks like it's almost over. She's still crying, still crying. Yeah, she's running off the stage. And looks like she runs. She's going to, like, run home now. So I guess that was the scene. And that was pretty, uh, pretty disturbing. Hopefully everyone's done vomiting after they just watched that fucking thing, cuties. Um, just a couple of last things before I go. Uh, I want to thank everybody that's been listening in, telling their friends. Tell as many people as you can about this, please. Subscribe. You know, we're on every uh, major platform now. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google. Any place that's going to have a podcast is going to have this one. Uh, remember, it's the the Crack House podcast. You know, Crack, C-R-A-I-C. Um, you can hit me up at uh, Gmail, crackhousepodcast at gmail.com. I'll be on, uh, I'm on Twitter. I put out uh, the Jerry Nadler thing on Twitter, Michael Sullivan at Crack House Pod. And on Instagram at Crack House Podcast. Uh, look me up. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think. Any suggestions. We're going to keep plugging away at this as much as we can. Uh, trying to get some guests set up down the road. Maybe someone else sitting in. I don't know yet. I got a lot of ideas. Uh, thanks for taking this journey with me so far. A uh, few thank yous. A few shout outs to people. Uh, one uh, on Instagram. Check out the guy, uh, Time on the Job. Puts out a lot of funny content. Uh, Time on the Job on Instagram. You got my buddy Jack over on Instagram at I Can Paint. Puts out some really good stuff. Look at his work on Instagram. If you want to get something done, like a portrait of your kid or family portrait or something like that, take a look at his work. It's really, really good. Also, uh, another podcast, uh, SOF, Bad Monkey. Uh, right now they're on Spotify and a bunch of other platforms. My buddy Paulie and his crew over there. Vets talking vet stuff. Really, really good stuff. They have a lot of great guests. A lot of great interviews. Uh, if you're a veteran looking to hear vets just shoot the shit, check these guys out. They're really, really good. And last but not least, uh, if you're up in the Greenwood Lake area, check out The Irish Whisper. Stop in. Say hi to my friend Joe. Uh, they got great food. Uh, great prices, very reasonable, and very MOS friendly. That's the Irish Whisper up in Greenwood Lake. 
And I just want to say thank you again to everybody listening. Uh, stay safe out there and happy six month anniversary of the 14 days of flattening the curve. Bye bye. <laughs>